Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 77. Some people bet for fun, and some go 11 and 1. Woo! Cam Newton on Sunday night, he's back, and power rankings are stupid. They could cost you money. Tell you why. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 77. Yeah, it's like 77 hours with your boy Weird Mike, uh, sometimes normal Hugh, and the god of media himself, Mr. Huck Media, a.k.a. Huck Daddy, Bird Game. He's remembering the Titans, you probably should too. We've got a lot of stuff to cover, and uh, we're going to get right into it. Ni hao, hola, bonjour, uh, ciao, vonagum, and I know I forgot one. Bonjour. Okay. <laughs> El priviet. Uh, it's all you Russians. Spasiba, spasiba. Uh, wherever you're listening all over the world, thanks for being a Look Who's Talker. And thanks for being even more uh, involved this year in our show with our Hugh Picks point spread standings to the extra shares we're getting on Facebook and the new subscribers. Welcome to the show. Uh, we hope you enjoy Canada's best NFL podcast. Where else would you rather be? Mike? Um, officially nowhere, <laughs> which is rare. That's true. Um, but I am honored to be across the table from the hottest handicapper in the country. Hopefully. 11 and 1. 11 and 1. On the record, into week 77 in season 4, loving the new follows. Yes. When you win, people subscribe. Yeah, if you... It's pretty simple. If you win it, they will come. (laughs) (laughs) So, big cash in your pocket. Yeah. And the weird pick 2 and 0 as well. Weird pick 2 and 0. 13 and 1 is a show. Yes. Money talks, bullshit walks, Huck Daddy. We're rolling. Yes. Super Jack. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Hughes Talking. Uh, we've been putting out uh, point spread and props videos for the, uh, the night games, and we're doing pretty darn good on them. AJ Green had like 27 targets. Okay, it was like 15 targets, and he only needed four catches on Thursday night football. It was the only props we lost that night. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff to get into. Remember to uh, subscribe if you are listening to this show, whether it's on Spotify or Google Play, iTunes, or that little cousin no one talks to, Stitcher. Uh, <laughs> remember to hit that subscribe button. It helps us a lot. Now, as we said, I went 11-1 last week. Uh, yeah, winning my own Hupix contest right now. And I even said I am not going to pick the Chargers until they put Justin Herbert in. And then I see at like... 12.58 on Sunday, uh, some tweet goes out that says, Herbert, starting for the Chargers. And I'm thinking in my head, like, okay, I read everything. I fucking read, I farving read everything. All right? How did I miss this? How did I miss that he was even contemplated to be starting? No, no, no. A lung puncture from an injection intended to be in the ribs is courtesy of Adam Schefter. Damn. Yeah. Also, probably the biggest career opportunity maybe of his life. He's got a really good team behind him. He's going up against the Super Bowl champs. Division game. You know, they're they're 1-0. And you know what kept it all alive? Mm. Uh, My boy from season two, Harrison goddamn Butker. Holy shit. The 13th best player in the National Football League. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) You can do the math, you can rip it up, and you could jazz and give me a dozen names all you want. I might. This dude is winning football games and winning rings. 350 plus, that's never, that was unreal. 358 yard kicks in, oh. in under, under a minute and a half. If you missed the game, Kansas City tied it up uh, to go 20-20 into overtime. The spread was done. The spread was nine and a half. As soon as Herbert stepped in, I'm like, the spread's done. So ipso facto, blah, blah, blah. 
Your only loss, only loss, is uh, due to a near fatal experience. The one of the moments, weird, yeah, before kickoff, right up there with a lightning strike. <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you, a lightning struck uh, the Chargers owner, and the Justin Herbert era has begun. Has begun. Yeah. Okay, we're filming Thursday, and we got word that he's going in. He's starting. Of course and he is. T-Mobile once again. <laughs> God love this guy. They were one and zero. They didn't even lose this time. No. And the fucking trainer yep. fucking injects him yep. with a rib. He had a cracked rib, oh and they God. punctured his lung. Yep. That's pretty... And, st- and, yep. and his last game tape was probably his worst game in four and a half years. Right. <laughs> and he's, he's, it's it. T-Mobile I, ends in uh, SoFi Stadium. Yeah. R.I.P. I love you, buddy. Yeah, good, good, good for... Uh, he, he's being a hell of a loss, Hugh. He's being a... Yeah, I know, right? Come on, man. I knew it as soon as... soon as They had an extra three days to prepare for T-Mobile, okay? That's not hard. Um, <laughs> it wasn't. And then the guy's got a big arm out of Oregon. You're like, okay, do we... Do we you know, you don't have a book on him yet. I knew we were screwed, but uh, 11-1, we will take it. Uh, before we get into the football, just big shout-out to good Canadian boy Jamal Murray. How you doing? Woo! Uh, not getting enough pub on the NFL NBA media scene because everyone just kept, keeps assuming that the Clippers were going to get by. And now they're just assuming the Lakers are going to get by. And you know what? They might, but it's time to give him his fair due. He's awesome. It is now 2-1. It is now a series. And if this guy dethrones the king, yeah. oh my. Anyway, good for you, Jamal Murray. Good Canadian boy. Uh, another guy who had a big weekend. His name's Cam Newton. I believe I'm staring at a, across the table here at Centennial Studios at a, at a non-believer in the Cam Newton, Bill Belichick season. I have been a believer since they signed him. I like Josh McDaniels running a, an offense that he could never quite run. This guy's one of the best offensive coordinators ever. And now he's got a six-foot-eight man beast who can also throw, healthy, and he's pissed off. Um... They should have won that game against Seattle on Sunday Night Football. Great football game. If you, don't, if you watch that game and you like football and you're like, meh, yeah, check your pulse. You might be dead. Um, Cam Newton let him, let him on a fourth quarter comeback, and he threw a perfect pass, two plays before the final play, right through Julian Edelman's hands. Edelman had a great game. Not, no shot on him, but it went right through his hands. The ball was perfectly thrown into tight coverage for the touchdown, and uh, the story would be a lot different than it was. Uh, great game by Cam, but they should be 2-0. They aren't 2-0. No, which means your bet's still okay. Yeah, um, still campaign for the push <laughs> is, is revving up because they're favored this week. Yep. Uh, they beat anybody else in the NFL on, on Sunday. Sunday night. Yeah, they've looked amazing. They really do. Um, another Patriots-Seahawk game on the one. They ran it this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Worlds Everybody knew you were running it. That was your time to pass. <laughs> right. But it was, you know, reverse, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, the best primetime games in almost a decade, bro. Oh, uh, Wilson. Just Sunday night and Monday night. Unreal. Unreal. Cr- amazing. How about Wilson just challenging Steph Gilmore one-on-one? Hey, here's a, a bomb over on the, onto the far side of the field over all of your shoulders to, to our second-year third-round receiver, DK Metcalf. I can picture Wednesday practice, Seahawks room. Pete Carroll walks in, mega machismo, huge wad of gum. You know what, guys? I don't think Stephon Gilmore is all that good. (laughs) We're going right after him this week. Okay? Draw it up. See me after practice. Walks out. And 
you know, the rumor rubs. They're like, maybe he isn't. Who knows? But that was the game plan, clearly. I think they knew DK's faster, and I think they knew DK's bigger. Steph might be more experienced, smarter. I'll tell you one interesting little tidbit I saw this week. This was right before Sunday's game, actually. It was uh, from The Athletic. I think it was from The Athletic. And it was a report that uh, Bill Belichick was shopping around Steph Gilmore right up until, like, the start of the season. Oh, come on. Defensive player of the year. Value couldn't be higher. We're not going to re-sign him for what he wants to be worth. Let's trade him right now for another young, former first-round, you know, defensive back who I'm going to, you know, make great again. (laughs) So the front end of the prime time was the Sunday nighter. Cam on the one. Great game. Amazing. Back end Monday night. Vegas, Death Star opening. That stadium, new favorite stadium in the league. Yeah, it's a, it's a running commercial for Vegas. Yep. Everybody's booking it. <laughs> they said the, some of the booking sites crashed. Guys were just like, let's do it. Yep. Um, but the, the underlying theme from the Monday Nighter was that Drew Brees doesn't got it anymore. I don't think I said so. that like a wise guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, can everybody relax on the Drew Brees hate? They're saying he's, he's already off the top tier. Well, they're one and one. It doesn't matter. It was a tough spot. They're opening a new stadium yeah. with a rebel team. I don't know. They lit the torch. It was a lot. It didn't even matter that there wasn't a lot of fans there. It was a lot. Plus, his top target's down. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's, it's too much. It's interesting. It's, much. it's interesting. Uh, He's hanging out with Jameis too much. That's what I think. <laughs> Drew Brees <laughs> is hanging out with famous Jameis in the room and in the cold tub. And the QB little circle, you know what the circle's about, right? It's two, three man with a coach. Yeah. It's intimate. Yeah. You're sharing thoughts. Yeah. How was your day? You know, what do you tell? This guy's stealing crab, crab legs and hot, and hot pants. And Drew Brees is trying to save humans <laughs> and Katrina. And, te- and, you know, it's just, it's a clash of worlds. I'm going to go with you with my stupid hat on just for a second here. All okay. Right. <laughs> and you got Brees, who I think, I think there was a turn of Brees' uh, emotions last year when he didn't make the NFL All-100 team. He's got better stats than all of the guys that were picked for quarterback ahead of him. But I think the whole world, especially the good football world, knows that, you know what, he wasn't quite as good as all those guys. Marino, Favre, you know, they're, they're, all, they're, they're better. So something happened to him. He's like, what do you mean? I got all the stats. Like, guys, like, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I point to my family every time I break a record, even though I break the record every week. Like, come on. And Jameis is sitting in the cold tub with him like, yo, man, see, man? Where'd all that shit get you? Throw into the guys wearing the same jersey as you, okay? <laughs> like, look, man, we're both in the same hot tub, okay? The same cold tub. We both made almost the same amount of money. Why don't you just start? Damn the man, okay? <laughs> throw, to the, throw, to, throw to the other guys. Anyway, that didn't happen. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey if, they, if they trade Jameis... I want proof that somebody inside the New Orleans is listening to this show. (laughs) The Saints organization, bro. All right. Well, long story short, uh, Colin Cowherd, a couple of... uh, I heard it everywhere else, The number one guy, yeah, saying that, hey, Breeze didn't look that good on Monday night. And he also didn't look that good in the Vikings playoff game, to be honest. Didn't have a great week one against uh, the Bucs. Take away Michael Thomas, who is Steve Fezzik, the number one handicapper in Vegas. Uh, Number one player as far as worth on the point spread that's not a quarterback, Michael Thomas. Interesting stat. So the last two weeks, the last week was amazing prime time, and the table is set for the same. I know. Sunday night, Packers at Saints. You know, if Drew gets exposed again, that's really going to ramp up. I would say trust your eyes on this one. Age doesn't hit everybody the same way. I'm not trying to interrupt you. That's okay. Um, 
But like age is a real thing. We are feeling it. Okay. It is feeling, feeling it. harder to put on socks than it has ever been before in my life. And I am ex- technically still an extreme athlete. Okay. Socks suck. So Brady, you know, he's got, you know, HG Tom going on and, you know, TB12. He's different. Drew looks over 40. All right. Rivers looks over 40. He's also got nine kids. So shit. That <laughs> sounds tiring. Dude, I haven't seen you wear socks since my first wedding. Why do you think I do that? Okay. Oh it's the last time it didn't hurt putting them on. So just watch. Trust your eyes. I know I don't want to give up on Drew Brees yet. I'm not necessarily moving out of the top tiers of quarterbacks, but uh, trust your eyes. I'm not picking the Saints anytime soon. Yo, and uh, the Monday Nighter. So Sunday night in the, in, uh, the Bayou. Yep. Amazing game. Yep. Monday night, game of the year. Chiefs-Ravens. Chiefs-Ravens, baby. Monday night. Yep. Look out, Milton. Weird Mike is coming whether you want him or not because I can't watch this game alone. 50-50 whether they want you or not. <laughs> uh, probably on a Monday's 40-60. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's okay. It's good for me. Yeah, that's fine. I, I You've been deal- working with 46 your whole life. I could deal with a little big. <laughs> <laughs> no biggie. Oh, 46% they want me there? I'll be there early. <laughs> uh, good stuff, man. But yeah. anyway, Monday, primetime viewing has been amazing. Yep. And... Yeah, I know you're... What do you think of the new Monday night team before we get into the game? Uh, I, I don't know what they're doing yet because uh, those guys are on the East Coast. I we don't know which crew is who which. Who are we getting? So yeah, who all are I know getting? is that on Monday Night Football in Vegas, those guys in the booth were wearing the coats from 50 years ago, and it was the coolest fucking thing. Yeah, that was sweet. Coolest farvin thing. Yeah. We're going to make a conscious effort. Yeah, we're trying to, we're trying less, to swear less. less. Swear less. We started off season one. We were only dropping farves instead of the F-bomb. Then we we we, we listen to spit chicklets a lot. We're like, okay, like no one seems to care anymore. But they are already they're already really big. We're trying to get really big, so we're gonna go back to the farves. Shout out to uh, our boy uh, Robert McDonald pointing that out. Hey, I miss the farves from Team I Will, uh, the best running crew, raising money for great causes all around for the Toronto Rehab Foundation. Shout out to our boy Rob, and it's, uh, uh, it's, we, it's we running fu- season. And it's running season. We farve and love you. So uh, they need all the help they can get because of the pandemic. Everything's struggling for a little extra funds. Hit up at Team I Will. Okay. Uh, I want to give shout-outs to a couple guys that I sort of nag on sometimes because, hey, got to give credit where credit's due. Dak Prescott played a great game uh, against the Falcons. I had the Falcons. It was my number. It was my gold pick, which is still 2-0, by the way, uh, to not lose by four points. And they were up by 19, okay? You know, interesting stat – since, I don't know, recorded football, <laughs> call it the last 20, 30 years or something, uh, a team that scored 39 points and did not commit any turnovers was 488 and 0 leading into the Falcons Cowboys game. The Falcons scored 39 points, got zero turnovers, and lost the game. Does anybody blow leads like the Atlanta Falcons? Holy shit. Yeah, that's uh, the guy's got to go like now. Well, I'm picking them again in my U picks. Oh, because quick trailer. Because they're still scoring a bunch of points, and I don't trust trust Mitch to come back. Uh, and again, yes, if there's any coach on the absolute hot seat, I think anyone who's talking about anybody besides Dan Quinn or your boy Matt Patricia out in Detroit, uh, you got you, you're, you're taking crazy pills. Those two coaches are are losing games that history says you should 100 percent win. Weird Mike, as the Dearborn beat writer of the yeah. Lions, is yeah. picking up way more steam than it ever should, okay? Mike Patricia. Let's nip that in the bud. 
Um, I think they're a wounded lion, no pun intended. And speaking of the lion's woes, uh, this is a stat from Straight Out of Vegas, uh, my favorite, one of my favorite podcasts besides ours, because they talk betting, not just you know stupid things like power rankings, which we're going to get into in a second. Um, <laughs> the Lions over the last okay, so every team that's had a double-digit lead in a game in the last two years has won 86 since the start of 2019 has won 86 percent of the games, 86.7 percent of the games. Okay, an A plus or an A in winning the games. Do you want to know <laughs> your boy Matt Patricia's record okay. with a ten with a, a at least a double digit lead in games? They are two, six, and one with one tie week one against Arizona last year. They get up ten points. They are two, six, and one in games. The rest of the league bats eighty six percent. It's higher because they're a chunk of that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's yeah, close, exactly. Close, close, close to You're right. It's Those two games they've donated to. Yeah, it's closer to 90. Right. Anyway, that's awful. <laughs> it's even hard to really do if you were trying. Yeah, because uh, when you're up double digits, some, sometimes not so much anymore. Right. Teams kind of took, you know, like, fuck, we lost this one. Or yeah. Took, now, I'm not an overreactor or an underreactor, but I don't think it is an overreaction to be off the Detroit Lions, at least for the time being. <laughs> um, yeah, Survivor. Interesting thing happened this weekend. So I told the whole world that I wasn't too sure about Mike's, who does better in Survivor pools than I do. I'll give him credit, okay? Over the last 15 years or so, he's a better Survivor player than I am. Now, he wanted to take either the Browns, the, one of the worst teams in the league, possibly, uh, over the Bengals, which turned into a, quite the close game. He called me with emotional hindsight the next day. Big time. Lit up our group chat saying, why'd you talk me off the Browns? Why? Come on, this, this is all fun and games on the show. You know, it makes for good radio. But this is 62K we're talking about. I'm like, I stand by my advice to not take the Cleveland Browns in week two of Survivor. You still have your blessed Niners. And away you go, Mike. You can pick whoever you want. I'm going to call this hashtag emotional hindsight. And he said, I said, it's a bit long for a hashtag, but it makes sense. <laughs> it's the guy who hashtags the three fingers he's going to use to aim for peeing. So I'll pick up that story, Jeff. Yes. Um, totally true. Right on the money. Perfectly captured. <laughs> and uh, in my mind, at that moment, I locked in the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. You know? Just take it. Don't forget it. All the reasons I said on the show. Riding the jet stream, as we say. Yeah, riding the jet stream. Picking against the jets two weeks in a row. Um, ironically, I went to the Speed River before the Sunday kickoffs for a little peace of mind, some podcast, you know, a little fishing, clear to mind before the big kickoff in the Bonanza in Guelph. And I'm talking to, talking to Hernsey, and across the river, all of a sudden somebody hears me talking spreads with hers. He was just 6-0, and oh, so we're just trying to stay hot, you know? You're a loud phone talker. So am I. I'm not calling you out. Plus the echo of the river in this pristine location. This is a speed river. Travels faster. Correct. <laughs> all of a sudden, out of the woods comes some guy with a Niners jersey who hears me and uh, wants to know a pick on the Denver game. So, swear to God. <laughs> Huck's hearing this for the first time. I, I started to mention this to you. Everybody at Skip's house the whole juggernaut crew, Dewey Vito. Um, so we're talking with this guy, and he doesn't have an iPhone. Hop on Spotify, subscribe him, hashtag steal your phone. There you go. We got the newest Look Who's Talker in the 519, and we're walking back to our cars together to make a ticket. 
Uh, but Skip's house is before. I've already kind of made my tickets. I walk into Skip's place. First play, Raheem Mozart. Scheme wins. 80-yard touchdown. Let's go, Niners. Didn't make the pick, Huck. I didn't lock in Survivor. I only locked it in in my mind. It was a vacant pick on a high roller, $250. I thought I was out. I collapsed to the ground as Greg's dog licked me in tears, thinking that I was out and just ready to go home. In such a sour mood, they give you one auto pick. I logged on. Sunday resurrected the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Weird Mike is alive and well. And there was a little, little, little hiccup there with the Bucks. It wasn't all uh, no. peaches and cream there no. at the ship. Uh, but I'm alive. Please, lock in your survivor on Tuesday. Right. This is coming from the guy who sometimes makes a survivor pick on the show. I got three tidbits for you. Hit, listen to that story. First of all, I... Shout out uh, Danny and Guelph, the newest look who's talker. I'll share the pick. I am picturing Danny, our boy Danny and Guelph, emerging from the woods in his Niners jersey. <laughs> I bet he was just sort of walking with his family on the road. No, no, no. He his, just came from the woods. Oh, my God, there's a guy talking point spreads. He sounds like you know what he's talking about. His family was... <laughs> I've been playing hide-and-seek as an adult man on this Sunday, but you know what? I'm, I, am, I am forfeiting this game to come talk to this guy. Second of all, uh, most... <laughs> this is classic weird, Mike, and you probably watch football with guys like this, too. If he's picked the Niners, okay... Mostert goes 80 yards. There's 95% of the game left. 98. 98% of the game left. Mostert scores a touchdown, runs 80 yards. In Mike's mind, that's a check mark. His survivor pick is over. Hunted. And if you have picked the Jets, it is, it, you are screwed. You know what? Uh, I want to say don't be that guy, but sometimes having that guy in the place that you're watching makes you realize at least uh, how normal you are. <laughs> and it's nice little sort of... Uh, uh, a balancing act between the two of you because you want to look at him and be like, You're, it is very early. Do you watch football? A lot of stuff can happen, such as lung punctures with needles. Um, anyway, congratulations. You're still in your survivor pool. And yes. It is my understanding that you actually have a survivor pick for us this week. Absolutely, folks. As do I because I am and still standing in my, in my pool because I took the Chiefs who snuck by on Harrison Butker's oh, golden maybe. boot. Uh, remember, folks, your team has to win. If Butker misses that kick, that's correct. The Chargers get the ball, even if they don't score. That game ends in a tie, which means your team didn't win, right? And thus are eliminated from your pool, right? Correct. Um, I'll be taking the Indianapolis Colts on my high roller survivor. They're playing the Jets. I'm going to ride the Jets stream. Indeed, in three weeks in a row. It's weird how it all worked out. Even though I didn't, I kind of circumvent. Colts, okay? They had their giveaway week one against an inferior opponent. They just steamrolled the Vikings, who are, you know, a slightly better Jets. The Jets are awful. I don't want to get the Colts, folks. Yep. Don't outthink the room. Yes, there's a few other big spreads out there. The Jets are a dumpster fire. Uh, the Colts just have to win this. We know it's a big number. This is just about winning. And if you look into the Indies schedule, the Colts gets a lot tougher. All of a sudden, the Jags aren't a gimme. Tough sked. Yep. I like it. Colts, don't outthink the room. It's time to survive. Let's settle in for the long haul, guys. Okay? Colts. 
Thank you for checking in to your ride on uh, Survivor Airlines. We hope you enjoy this jet stream. Uh, we'll be landing in Indianapolis on Sunday afternoon, and we'll be right back on the plane after after this horrible, horrible loss. Sorry for the momentary turbulence last Sunday yes. from 1258 to 107. <laughs> um, but we're expecting smooth... Uh, sailing the rest of the way. Smooth sailing. Um, yeah, on my survivor pick, I am also not going to outthink the room, and I'm taking the Colts as well. Uh, Whoa, not... that's a rare laydown. Agree both ways. I don't like any other game more, and I think the Colts are going to run the ball. I think Fred Taylor has his coming out party. Or sorry, uh, Jonathan Taylor has his coming out party. Crosses 200 yards running against a Jets team that doesn't know what they're doing. Can you please read the lo- bottom line, Jeff. Uh, I can't believe you just said that. Sorry, this is the one part you didn't tell me. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor going off, maybe 200 yards. Oh, player. my God. Yeah. I think that's the most. We got a nut up on that. I think the that's m- the, f- the most agreement. We could probably find a Jonathan Taylor props for that game online, and I bet he'll be over or under around 90 yards or something like that, maybe 85. He's a rookie. 90? It's a lot. Well, I, I'll take it over. Anyway, they're going to run the ball right through him. They got a great O line. That's what they're going to do. Okay. Uh, it's a good pick, and I like it. Um, yeah, pretty fired up. Uh, one thing, one of our Lucas talkers mentioned, can you stop telling Mike, can you tell Mike to stop talking to months? And this comes from Mike's ability. Sometimes we'll come into the meeting and he'll be like, do you guys feel like the last week's gone like crazy slow? And Huck looks at him. He's like, yeah, maybe, you know, he's setting up the audio gear and stuff like that. I look at him. I'm like, I don't think the rest of us feel time going by the way you do. It's 24 hours in a day. They just sort of go. Mike feels the time going by so emotionally that he likes to write a Facebook note to months every time one passes. Like, dear and one begins. Dear May, that sucked. <laughs> dear June, uh, okay, be di- wasn't expecting much, but sure. <laughs> and Greg McDonnell skips like, hey, hey, dear Mike, can you please stop talking to months? <laughs> Anyway, just a little tidbit there for you. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have a guest on the show either next week or this week. Is it football, current football coach, our boy, Danny Pompatier, coming on to uh, shut a couple of us up with our contrarian thoughts, add in a little bit of X's and O's, and uh, tell us how Kyler Murray is ri- reminding him of one of his favorite football players of all time. Don't say the name. I won't say the name. You hang that over. Okay, but he had his own flakes. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Tap into that local scene. Coach Dan reaching by. Very excited. Giddy up. Okay, one more thing before we're going to get into our picks is power rankings. Okay, I talked about this uh, in on Instagram. You just kind of saw it, and I thought it, and I'm like, you know what? This might not be as obvious to me as it is to a lot of our listeners. So I like to share things that even if I think that people already know them. And power rankings can screw up y- your betting and your picking of games probably more than anything else that's publicly available. I don't really know what a lot of media members are basing their power rankings on or websites or wherever you're getting your power rankings because they seem to be farving everywhere. But, you know, the Indianapolis Colts lose to the Jaguars and they show up on a power rankings as the 27th team on that list. Very angry at that list. Right. So my point is, is that you might look at that list as a casual better or a casual picker of games and be like, wow, the Colts must suck. Of course, I didn't watch that Jaguars game because it was the 12th best game to watch that day. I don't even think Sunday ticket carried. I don't. Exactly. <laughs> right. So uh, you're looking at that list. You're like, man, the Colts must suck or something. Maybe they got some injuries. and I don't know. I don't got time to research it. 
And I'm, I bet they're definitely going to lose to the Vikings then. And so on and so forth. The Panthers were ranked higher than the Bucks because the Bucks lost week one. Like, what is happening? Okay? Check out the spreads if you want to know who's better. The Vegas is telling you half the time. So just be very careful. Correction. Vegas is telling you all the time, <laughs> sometimes, folks. Sometimes they're telling you what the whole public thinks, so it can be a little tricky. But if a team is favored by 10 over another team, they're better. That's sort of the way it goes, okay? Um, so just be very wary when checking out power rankings. Having said that, I am going to put out my own power rankings, but this will be based, yes. Wow. This will be based solely on who the better team is. I don't care if they are 0-2. I don't care what. This is based on who is more likely to win the next game. That's it. And I could be, I'm not saying I'm going to be totally right. I'm saying I, that's, I will at least have a clear direction of my, uh, I don't even want to call them power ranks. I want to call them something else. Either way, the standings of the best teams in the league right now. There you go. As soon as you park that train at Bill's Mafia Station, I'm going to jump in. Okay, fair. Big game this week for the Bills, by the way. Huge game. I did not take it. Hashtag let us in to Ralph Wilson <laughs> oh Stadium. Oh, my God, man. Please. It's going to be 28 degrees and amazing at the Ralph Every this Sunday, also, man. Also, Buffalo fans, they usually wear masks anyway. I think, <laughs> I think they're just going to find a way in. Am I going to be the only one shocked? If there's, we're just like zombies. They're just crawling the stadium. Yeah. Just let them in. <laughs> Sign a waiver. They don't care. Give me whatever you want. Just let me in. Yeah, if there's 7-0 leading into that like Chargers game, like, people are crawling in. They'll wear hazmat suits. I'm telling you. So will I. That'll be fun. Okay. Uh, yeah, enough farting about. We are 11-1, and one, and we're going to have some fun. Cue the Obi Trice. You picks. You All right, two picks. Uh, we are 11 and 1, uh, with a lung puncture in my mind away from being 12 and 0, but what are you going to do, bud? Okay? Try to hit the rib next time. <laughs> All right, I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are minus six, gold pick, going into Denver, which is why that's not like much more seven and a half, eight and a half, nine and a half. Those two points that Denver's getting for being the home team are my favorite two points this week. That's bringing it to under a touchdown. I got Tom Brady with Godwin back, with Evans clicking at a higher level with the GOAT. I got Leonard Fournette learning even more about the system, looking better and better, and a defense that is very still underrated. Uh, go Look at the last nine weeks of the season. They have the best rushing defense in the league. Yeah, I didn't believe that either. ProFootballFocus.com, a.k.a. Next Gen Stats. Check it out yourself. Well... That's a problem for the Denver Broncos because they got a backup quarterback in named Jeff Driscoll. And he's a J-Jeff. Screw J-Jeffs. They don't play in the water polo tournament with the rest of us G-Jeffs. <laughs> They're not invited. Admit it. Every J-Jeff you know would be cooler if he was a G-Jeff. Long story short, he's a backup quarterback going against the Bucs. Uh, I think this is a top 6-7 team in the league versus with Jeff Driscoll starting. A bottom 6 team in the league. Uh, home advantage. Not as existent. No sound, no crowd, no offense for the Denver Broncos. Sorry, Dre. They're going to get smoked. Taking the Bucks. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers minus four at home versus the, Te the Houston Texans. Yes, Houston Texans, good team, great quarterback. I just don't like, I don't, I don't like the way they're playing. I don't think they have the offense to get by 
Uh, I think the toughest defense they've played thus far. They played the Chiefs. They played the Ravens. Now they're playing the Steelers, whose specialty is defense. Now they had a couple. They had a bit of an O-line issue uh, last year, which is why that de- last week, which is why the Broncos game was closer than it should have been. But I will take the uh, Mike Tomlin's Steelers to absolutely shut down uh, the Houston Texans offense. I don't like their running game, and they won't like their running game against the Steelers D. And I just don't see Houston scoring enough to keep up with the Steelers. Uh, yeah, 24-17, final score, and Steelers win. I'm taking the Falcons, minus three and a half. Uh, yeah, Atlanta scored 39 points and lost with no turnover against Dallas last week. Dallas should have lost that game. This should have been a, just a vital win for Atlanta to go one and one They should have won by a lot because their offense looks great. So now a team desperate for a win has Mitch Trubisky's Bears coming in, who almost gave it up to a Saquon Barkley-less uh, New York Giants team. They were up 17-0. They almost lost that game. They should have lost that game. And no Barkley on offense. They still let Daniel Jones come back and get all the way back into that game because Mitch still isn't that good. I like the Bears to lose this game by a lot. Falcons uh, win by over a touchdown. Uh, Yeah, take the Atlanta Falcons. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals, okay? See the turn of the tide of the league before it happens, okay? You don't want to be early to the party. You want to be late to the party. Well, let me tell you, the party in Arizona is going right now. One of the most public teams in the league, 96% of the bets were on Arizona last year, which made a lot of Vegas insiders sort of get squirrely because when the whole square world likes a team, usually you bet the other way. But uh, some of the hardest handicappers in Vegas were with me and took Arizona last week, and uh, yeah, they look great. I don't like the Lions locker room right now. I I think they're looking at their coach being like, you're the defensive guy. We're putting up points. What are you doing, Mike? Take that pencil out of your ear and why don't you do something, coach? Anyway, bad time to be facing the Cardinals. They're red hot and they're on their way to a division title. Uh, Yeah. Watch out. Cardinals steamroll the Lions. The Lions don't even get a double-digit lead to blow this time. Cardinals, roll them. I'm taking the Chiefs, plus three and a half. Of course I am. I bet a bunch of you saw this line right away. Like, well, Hugh will be taking the Chiefs. And I will. Now I'm giving the Ravens a little more pub this year than I even did last year. They look great. They got a rushing offense. Throw in the rushing receiving ability of J.K. Dobbins from The Ohio State University. And they are dangerous. I'm not disputing that. I still don't like their defense to stop the Chiefs. And I like the Chiefs. They got all their weapons. They're totally healthy. They got Tyreek. They got Kelsey. They got Watkins. A totally healthy Chiefs offense. Going to be hard to stop. I don't think the defensive ends uh, can put up as much pressure for the Ravens that the Chargers did last week with Bosa and the boys. So uh, I'm getting the Chiefs, the best quarterback in the world, with a fully healthy offense. Uh, They haven't lost in 10 games. I don't think they're going to lose this one. I think it'll be a close game. Chiefs win by four uh, on Monday Night Football in a great Monday Night Football game. Also, Lamar's looking good. He's improved his throwing motion over the last uh, over last summer because he knows he's going to need that in the playoffs, and he's improved. Won't be enough on Monday Night Football. And this is the pick I call Trust My Eyes. Aaron Rodgers, age has not affected him. Drew Brees, I believe it has. And with no Michael Thomas, I I know that you're going to see a lot more Taysom Hill this Monday night. Believe that. And a, a lot more shortstop to Alvin Kamara. But I like Aaron Rodgers. I like pissed off all world talent. Okay? If the Saints 
If the Saints had drafted Jordan Love, I think I'd like Drew Brees a little bit more. But no, no, no. They brought in Jameis Winston for like a couple million bucks to just sit there in case they needed him. And they don't. So Drew Brees is already sort of thinking where he wants to move to for NBC Studios with his job next year. Peyton's like, bro, come on. It's our last year. And it won't be enough. I trust my eyes. Aaron Rodgers playing great. Drew Brees isn't. That's enough for me. Plus three, take the Packers. And that's the Hugh Picks. Woo! You! All right. Red hot from the horse's mouth. Indeed. Hugh with a G. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, quickly turning into my favorite segment is the comment of your Hugh Picks. Yeah, sure. Love the intricacies of the difference. Um, You got the Steelers. Uh, remember the Texans, just be careful. I've seen some people floating around Texans for survivor picks mm-hmm. or Steelers for survivor picks. Yeah, be careful. The Texans have lost to the Chiefs and the Ravens, the best two teams of the last five years. By far. This is the best 0-2 <laughs> in a decade. That's a good okay? point. That's not so a... just be careful. Yeah, Sure, the Steelers should push through, but you know Jeff Driscoll almost uh, broke through the steel curtain. Sure. <laughs> it's fourth and four on the six. Yep. It happened. I know. We're about to lead. So, anyway, just. I, I, I just, I feel like. Tread I, with that. I feel like that was the game to get the Steelers. And they'll, I, I, there's, if there's one team I picked really well over like my yeah, entire yeah, career, it's the Steelers. And when they have an almost miss at home against a team they should beat by double digits, that, those practices with Mike Tomlin suck. And this team comes out where they don't want to have a coin flip at the end of the game. So I, I like the Steelers. I think the Bucks roll. I think that's pretty, yeah, pretty high and simple there. Yep. Um, Zona, super hot. Lions, you know, we got this whole thing now. I'm, I'm not even <laughs> entertaining the idea of taking them yep. anywhere on any ticket ever. They're so still that's mid- just me to you folks. Uh, Atlanta, love it. Total, Bears, uh, two last play victories. They could easily be 0-2. Correct. Easily. They will be two and one. Yes. Uh, Atlanta scored 30 plus both weeks. Yeah. Chicago just can't keep up. Right. That's my, uh, that's exactly what the handicap I'm going on. Um, we talked about it earlier. Uh, Packers Saints. Uh, hashtag cut famous. <laughs> okay. Hashtag free Taysom. <laughs> this is what the Saints need to do to spin out of it. I don't really have it. I, I kind of I would lean Packers. Yeah. Because Aaron is just kind of two teams. I'm getting kinda, a full field goal. And I think I have the better team. And uh, or at, least really, the, at least the team playing better right now, more likely to win. And I really think the Ravens, remember it's three and a half, so they could still win and not cover, folks. But the Ravens, Kansas City has the ring. Ravens are one of a few teams that are super hungry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, getting this win means way more to them than it does to KC. They've did it. Not that KC doesn't want it, clearly, but they're also coming off an overtime win. You know, on mm-hmm. the West Coast, back-to-back road games, short week, blah, blah, blah. Um, just another, no, that's, not looking for a rebuttal. Just no, uh, That's fair. I, uh, I think because of the new playoff format, I think that diminishes the Ravens wanting it more than the Chiefs a little bit because there's only one bye week. Like, only one team gets a bye. Doesn't that put fuel on the fire to get it? But, but, but for both teams. Oh, yeah. What so, I'm saying is yeah, I don't yeah. think the Chiefs are going to be like, we got the ring. We don't want it as bad. No, no, no. That buy is everything. Gotcha. So until otherwise noted, it is a fight for the buy uh, between, you know, right now, five teams. So including. I was uh, reminded uh, running season, right? T.I. Will. Terry Fox this Sunday. 
Yes. Everybody out there, run, support. It's all good. It's going to be a beauty weather, like we said. Um, weird pick, smoking hot. Was thinking in preseason, folks, of getting a little uh, audio clip to, pre to uh, precede my pick. Sort of the Obi Trice to your Hugh picks, sure. right? But uh, you can't mess with what's going down. 2-0, steamrolling, on the jet stream. And we're staying on the jet stream, folks. If you don't think that I'm taking the Indianapolis Colts minus 10.5 at the J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck. So bad. It's in Indy. Sorry, just... In Indy. Yep. Darnold and the fucktards got squat, bro. They are so injured. They hate their coach. They are so realizing that this is about to bottom out ASAP. And I touched on it earlier with the survivor pick. Indy dropped the ball week one. They're not going to drop this ball this week. I'm telling you, tease it, smash it, sprinkle it, parlay it, everything, bro. Pat it on the ass. Ten and a half, Colts, weird pick of the week, goes to three and all. Remember, this is big things, no sweat city, okay? It's over early. Colts waste zero time. Their last home game in a couple of weeks. This is a no-doubter, folks. Short and sweet. Yeah, they're going to run the damn ball, and they're going to run it all, all down their throat. Uh, daily fantasy players, Jonathan Taylor, probably inflated this week. Could be worth it. Now, the only problem is, I was thinking about this before people go crazy on it, it is still against Greg Williams' defense, which is hard to run on. Even the Niners, they, had, they broke a couple big ones, but they didn't. The Niners rushed for 200-plus yards. Okay, I told you. It wasn't about Jimmy G. The Niners are playing schematics and winning football from the top where the people on the field matter a little bit less sure. than, say, a superstar that needs to make a play on sure. a corner. So, uh, But they, they got one, they got 80, 82 yards in one go, and then they were winning by two touchdowns the rest of the game. So it was an expected 200 yards. It wasn't like a, a running onslaught, if you will. Still, Greg Williams' defense, they can still defend the run it a little bit. It was a JV roster on the road. Yeah. That one by three touchdowns. I understand, <laughs> but when you're up by two, three touchdowns the whole game, you're going to run the ball a lot. The Colts were snake bit early. They got big intentions. They're already a game back. Colts roll. Lock it. Take it to the bank. Giddy up. All right. I got a bonus pick for you this week. Uh, it is episode 77, and I uh, would like to go 7 0 this week. Correct. It's That's the slot machine. 7 7. 7 7. 7 0. 7 0. There we go. The, now, the slot uh, machine, baby. For my Hugh picks, huh? for my Hugh picks, uh, I'm only going to be counting the six these the six picks of their teams. But this is a big bonus pick for you because I just really like it. I like the uh, under in the Vikings Titans game. Okay, Vikings Titans, and this go the number's 49, 49, 49. Now here's why I like it, and this gets into our remember the Titans section rather quickly with our producer Huck Media, aka Huck Daddy. Okay, <laughs> oh, the best nickname in the world. I like I, I, one thing I do like betting on is coaching strategy. Coaching. If you aren't looking at the coordinators and the coaches, you're not looking hard enough at games. One thing I've realized about Coach Zim, Coach Zim on the Vikings, is that whenever Kirk Cousins absolutely blows a game, the next game he literally takes the ball out of his hands. He's like, I, you know what, Kurt, I don't need you. We're gonna win the game. Running the ball. Defense and running. Running the ball, throwing a little bit, and that's what we're going to do. And I think Kurt will look pretty good. I'm not saying they win. I don't know. But I see the Vikings running the ball versus the Titans running the ball. And I, that 
I don't see seven touchdowns there. So under 49 in uh, Zimmer versus Rabel in a good old-fashioned tough football game in Minnesota. Uh, slot machine bonus pick, 777. Slot machine bonus pick. And uh, I, I have a serial habit of labeling things. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, yes, you do. Uh, Huck, what do you think of your Titans this week, bud, in Minnesota? I like them. That kicker's just got to make some field goals, though. Hey, two game winners. Two game winners. Did you That's watch all it? that really matters. Did you watch the game? I did. And? And go Titans. 33 points? 33 points. You know, I'm glad that they're not making, uh, they're making Tannehill earn his keep with that 100 million they gave him. Finally let him throw the ball. It's not all about Henry there on the Titans. Balance it out. It's it's got to be scary for the Titans a little bit though, thinking that no leads seem to be safe all yeah, game. True story. Versus Gardner Minshew and the Jags. I mean, for a team that gave up you know, a pretty big lead uh, against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, if Minshew and a bunch of D two players, according to Weird Mike, can just nonstop coming back against your playoff defense. That's a, that's a problem. They're uh, alone in first, though. Indeed. Line. I got them winning the division this year. And that's not just because I like Andy. <laughs> uh, yo, just how awesome was it as a Bills fan here? We got all the Bills stuff here. They finally got an offense. Oh, great one. These guys lead the league in passing and receiving. Yep. I can't. I don't think it's happened in our fandom lifetime. No. Maybe it happened with Kelly and Reed. Jim Kelly and in the boys. In 1989, yeah. just as they were emerging. Pop gun offense. Uh, Diggs lead the lead. Allen leads the league. And there was a lightning delay in South Florida in the Bills game. And they were winning by 10. And it was such an easy spot to let the mind loose. The halftime already happened. You have the second break. The old Bills crumble and Miami used to it. The weather, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Go ahead and win that game. But they stuck with it. Won the game. You know, they got snake bit on the cover, but whatever. They're 2-0 and first place in the division with uh, two division wins. Underrated stat. Yep. Huge thing. Um, so, you know, hashtag let us in. <laughs> hashtag let us in. And one, one more thing, or a couple more things. One, first of all, big shout out to the Wyoming Farb Tank, Josh Allen, AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Good for you. Oh, yeah? You deserve it. Absolutely. Four touchdowns, 400-something yards. This guy played great. Um, Very exciting. Okay, so we got three. I'm calling them the stay the far away games, okay? I wrote down one because me and Mike were talking about one. And it was the Bengals-Eagles. And it's like, look, yeah. stay away. Hate it. Stay away. Hate it. Stay away. Eagles man. should win. Bengals have three extra days to prepare. Yep. Bengals don't have an O-line. Why, why should they? Eagles barely do either. Why should the Eagles win? Wentz looks bad. Burroughs looks good. I don't know. What I mean is, I, I wouldn't be surprised if either team won by 10. How about that? Maybe uh, maybe slightly more surprised the Bengals win by 10. Uh, kinda, there's a couple of good teaser lines out there. I want to hear what your other game, because uh, Cincinnati teased up, I like, with the extra rest. I said stay away from Titans-Vikings as well. Yep. Stay the far away from Titans-Vikings. Again, close game, desperate Vikings team versus a Titans team. That's, that is better, but they're on the road. And uh, the Vikings are well-coached. Regardless if they perform well, they're well-coached. So it's just going to be a tight game. I don't know who wins. Coin flip. And Chargers-Panthers. You know, you got the rookie playing a second game. No surprise this week. You got the Panthers desperate for a win under the new regime. Still with their starting quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. But they lost their best weapon, uh, McCaffrey. 
So what do you do? You know, seven points spread for the Chargers. That seems like a lot. But who are the Panthers? Stay the far away. You don't want to lose on a game that you're not going to watch. The line seven. Seven. Oh. I know. I was going to take the Panthers, but like, what, what? What? Without McCaffrey, what do I know? Nothing. Okay. Matt rules their coach. Rule number one: stay the far away from the Panthers. And I got. And uh, that's it. Three games. I recommend you stay away. <laughs> Good luck. That's uh, yo. This that should be. Uh... Give me more of those games. You next, not this week, but yeah, moving yeah. forward. That's uh, that actually inspired some of the best pregame, the stayaways. Yeah, our current Hugh pick standings. Uh, of course, I'm in the lead of my own contest, but I can't win. So the, technically, the three leaders. No, no, you're the benchmark. I'm sure. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, but I could also be losing. Either way, I'm not involved. But I'm, my 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 record is there just to show. I'm eleven and one. There's three. Look who's talkers tied for second place. Jake Friskney, James Duhamel. And Mike Mattisbacker, all tied at nine and three, heading into week three. Also, you can you can send your picks in whenever you want, but at the time you send in your six picks, the you get the current spreads of uh, anything that's on the score. Now, for the Thursday game, if you want to just send in the Thursday game, that's fine. Then send in the other five after. Also, just send in either all six at once or the one and five. You can't just send in one game at a time. I don't have time for that shit. So you guys will be listening to this um, most likely after the Thursday after game. After Thursday nighter, and uh, it's Minshew versus Fitzy. It's uh, it's kind of our boy versus our boy. Let's, right. Let's put something down here. Here, let's. Uh, All right. Twenty dollars spread ticket on Sunday. Sure. I right. got I got Gardner D- minus. Okay, give, I'll give you the half. Give minus me two, two and a half. Two and a half. Take it. All right. Done. You got the I got the beard. You got the stash. Yes. Also, they had a good back and forth this week. Love it. It also just goes to show you, by the way, wh- what the Miami dressing room is like right now. You got this old guy ready to retire anytime. Cause just collecting money and 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 making some stats and winning some maybe trying to win some games. You got two at Tagla Viola. The the future of the team. When do you put him in? Because you ever been, have, you ever, have you ever been in a relationship that you know is ending before you get married? That's what the Dolphins dressing room is like right now. Hey, this is great. Yep, you know, you, you, you look good sometimes, you know? Um, I like how we both like The Bachelor. But uh, there's, this, uh, there's this girl at work, and that's the one I think I'm going to marry, at least for a while. Uh, it would be great if you could just leave soon. <laughs> I think the Miami dressing room right now is like, when are we going to actually start playing football? So because Fitzy's just on his way out at some point. Those feelings. In Weird. The, the feelings in the Dolphin locker room are amplified by the moderate success of the kid in uh, Los Angeles. Yes, exactly. Herbert. So when are they going to make the... But again, more of an injury thing with Tua. You're mistaken. It. Fitzpatrick, they're both ex-Bills quarterbacks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fitzpatrick and, and Mobile are just warm teeth. Yeah. And when Whatever the Bills game. throw you out in the curb, that, that says something. But uh, yeah, Fitzy, they, Fitzy's won some important games in the last year, but if you're a Miami Dolphins fan right now, don't you just want Tua in just to start the next phase of life as a fan? Who cares? Fitzy's not winning the Super Bowl. Tua. But he it, might win tonight. Sure. But that's what it's like being a Dolphins fan. Do we have any seasonal aspirations? No. But we sometimes have great dates. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the beauty of the NFL, folks. And don't kid yourself. The Thursday game, everybody hates it, but they're big for the organization. You win on the Thursday, there's, there's 10 days of momentum. You know, it's a chance to springboard a season. I think it's time to just stop the idea that the Jags are tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Gardner Minshew is going to win some games this year. They won't be picking that high. Just saying it. Gardner Mitch is their quarterback. Greg Cassell from NFL Film said it. 
And I said it too. He's, uh, he looks like Russell Wilson out there to me with a mustache. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Enjoy your prime times, guys. Spe- speaking of backup quarterbacks, I got a quick truth of the week for you. Truth of the week! Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the week, folks. Coaches know their players better than we do. Say that back to yourself. Coaches know their players better than we do. Now, I've been, hate, I've been hating on Jimmy G for a long time. Eh, I, the guy puts up some games sometimes, has some decent stats, and he's got a great one-loss record. But I think he's got one of the best coaches in the league. Great team behind him, besides when they play at MetLife Big Turf Stadium. Holy crap, fix your turf. They're there this week, by the way. I know, which is also a stay-the-farther-away game, probably. Niners-Giants. Now, the reason I want to talk about this quickly is because the backup quarterback on, on San Francisco, I think, is a better quarterback than Jimmy G. And I don't think I'm the only one that thinks so. Have you ever heard? So Jimmy G got a high ankle sprain at MetLife Stadium last game. Didn't come back after, after halftime, right? Mullins came in, looked pretty good, ended the game, no problem. Guy passed for 62% in 2018, when, the last time Jimmy G was hurt. And on a bad team with not quite, not nearly the weapons that uh, the Niners have now, or at least do when they're healthy, uh, he looked pretty good. They lost a bunch of games, but again, they didn't, they didn't have a team. <clears throat> and also they were playing uh, the, the Iowa kid, Beat Hard, CJ Beat Hard sometimes. Beat Hard? Beat Hard. I think Bethard. it's, it's Bethard. <laughs> it looks like Beat Hard when you read it. And he's from Iowa, so I bet he's lonely a lot. Anyway, um, so shit. So think about a coach, the way they talk about their starting quarterback. And if they get a high ankle sprain, you know, uh, on Sunday, and they don't have a game till Sunday, and they're asked on Tuesday, like, hey, you know, uh, what's the deal with, you know, with Jimmy G or Russell Wilson, your starting quarterback? I think if, and right now Jimmy G's listed as questionable, okay? Didn't even look that bad. Look, didn't look great, didn't look that bad. But do you think any other coach who's got a, a, a starting quarterback that went to the Super Bowl just a couple of weeks ago, well, in football terms, but he went to the Super Bowl last week, last year. What? Sure. You don't need a picture right now, okay? I'm, I'm in the middle of something, okay? You don't need a picture right now. You don't. I guess I don't. You're right. Okay. All right. Sorry, buddy. All right, Huck, pick it up here. Starting quarterback of the Super Bowl last year. He's got a high ankle sprain. He's questionable on Tuesday. The coach has asked, will Jimmy G be playing this Sunday? And he said, yeah, you know what? It's not, not looking good. Nate Mullins will be our starting quarterback this week. Not like, hey, we'll see how it goes. If we don't have him, Nate's ready to go. I feel like it was not necessarily directed at us, but directed at his own locker room, being like, yeah, I don't really care how Jimmy G sort of recovers from this. Let's be honest, he won't be 100%. And truth be told, at 100%, I'm not loving Jimmy G right now. This is Kyle Shanahan talking. So 90% Jimmy G? No, I'll take 100% Nick Mullins from Mississippi State, wearing number four after his favorite, Brett Favre. SMU. Sorry, SMU, SMU. Now, uh, so that's Shanahan saying, yeah, uh, Nick Mullins will be starting this Sunday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You got four days to see how Jimmy G looks on the practice field. Interesting. That's just telling me that he 
knows his players more than these Jimmy G lovers who keep coming at me, okay? He's the guy who let Jimmy G pass 11 times in their divisional round game against the Vikings. That's how much he trusts his boy, Mr. Garoppolo. Now, here's another stat for you. The Niners uh, traded uh, a bunch of their picks leading into last year's draft. They had no picks from rounds after round one from rounds one to five. No picks, okay? Two teams wanted to trade for Mullins for second or third round picks. Shanahan said no. They got nothing. Here's something for your backup. Yeah. No, no, no deal. Because I think he likes him secretly more than Jimmy G. And that's just me. And I'm not going with, I'm, I think coaches know their players better than we do. Okay? When, when uh, you know, when, when Elway was like, yeah, we're getting Tebow out of here. And everyone was like, oh, my God, they made the playoffs last year. He's like, I'm at practice every day. This guy can't complete a slant. Maybe one in every ten times. All right? So I think we see some bad things from Jimmy G occasionally. I bet it's way worse at practice. I'm just throwing it out there. I bet Mullins comes in and just zings it. So uh, I'm, I said last week, I bet, uh, I bet Weird Mike a couple shekels that Jimmy G would be a backup quarterback in a year and a half. Maybe this starts early. Wow. Ice, ice that ankle, Jimmy G, because in three weeks, if they are 4-1, and one, yeah, good luck getting back in. All right. Truth of the week. Trust the coaches. Know their players better than you do, okay? Whether you're a lover or a hater of a guy, listen to what their coach has to say. Listen to the things in between their quotes. So the bet was two cases of Muskoka Brewery. Two cases of Muskoka Brewery, which is blowing up, by the way. Yeah, good stuff. Um, <coughs> Sorry. Uh, that bet might get cashed in three weeks. Niners go 3-0 and with Mullins. Jimmy G's ankle sprains not if bad. If he's healthy and not but, starting? Yeah, though, eventually it'll come out that he's healthy. Sure. He's got to be he- totally healthy, though. Yeah, like I, was, I, I was giving you the benefit of I the doubt. I was giving that you the benefit of the doubt. 18 months can turn to three weeks yeah. ASAP before the leaves turn. Anyway, there's a reason they didn't trade him. Uh, SMU guys, they got, a, they got a chip on their shoulder. They're, they're all built like far. Cortland Sutton, even the ones Eric that, Dickerson. Even, even the ones that, don't, that we don't hear about. Right. They're all that dude. <laughs> Mullins in the locker, he's in the shower, he's on the field. I can make that. Too. Mullins also, he fired his agent, who kind of was treating him like a backup quarterback, and he hired CAA, being like, you know, I'm, I'm a big-time quarterback, wow. I want big-time representation. You know, so this Jimmy G hates got you digging deep, eh, Hugh? You're like, uh, you're like E60, man. I just... Outside the lines. Look, I, 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 I don't have anything against the guy. He seems like a great guy. His teammates love him. Okay? <laughs> but... On third down and and reds, I've seen him make some passes that wouldn't pass that wouldn't pass the snuff test in in D two. So I've also seen him make some good throws. We got to be more consistent. This is you, you're making 130 million dollars. Okay, and one of the most classic franchises at your back. You got the whole support system. Hit Emmanuel Sanders. Okay, everyone will shut up. They didn't. All right. Uh, yeah. Also, big shout out to our Look Who's Talkers who have been increasing their family members uh, amongst our springtime hi- hiatus. We mentioned some babies last week, but we love you guys. Want to shout out Isabel Mattisbacker, Emma Nolan, and Alexander Morrison, who's got the same birthday as me, Feb 27th. How you doing? Interesting stat about Feb 27th in non-COVID years. That is usually when the gold medal game is taking place in the hockey tournament of the Winter Olympics every four years. Yeah, pretty cool. There you go, Alex. Uh, we'll have some beers together in like 14 years, let's be honest. Any uh, shut the huck up? Go Titans. 
Oh, it's going to be a tough one in Minnesota. Tapping that watch. Just remember, folks, Colts everywhere on everything with everybody. <laughs> okay? Don't outthink the room. Tease it, smash it, sprinkle it, survivor it, parlay it. Do it. Stan- Stanley Cup, NBA Finals, U.S. Open, NFL football, dear September. I love you. <laughs> Great month, folks. If you're in the woods by the Speed River this Sunday, you might get a couple extra picks from our boy Weird Mike. On behalf of Huck Media and Team I Will, uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week for Episode 78. Remember to follow us at Hughes Talking for props, picks, and a whole lot more. See you soon.